This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 10, 10 9, 9, 8, 8 7, 7, 6, 5, 4, 4 3, 3, 2, 2 1, 1. 1. Now it's time for the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show, Mix 94.1. Hey, good morning and welcome to the pre-show. Happy Halloween, everyone. It is Tuesday, October 31st, 5.30. So good to have you guys here. Spooky season has come to its Super Bowl and here we are. Tomorrow it starts. Christmas. <laughs> Fly over Thanksgiving. Mariah Carey is go, warming baby. up. She's going to put her video out tonight like she always does. It's time. I don't want a lot. For... No, I'm not trying to skip over anything, but I'm just being realistic here. We all know that happens. Oh, so. yeah. She, she, Mariah Carey's drinking the hot tea right now. Yeah, getting she's ready, ready to, to go. go. So, yeah. Happy Halloween, everyone. We hope to see you tonight at our our ghost walk at the district at Green Valley Ranch. We're going to all be out there ready to go, passing out tons of candy. I mean, tons of candy. So bring the kids out. Come down and see us. We're going to have costume contests, music. It's going to be so much fun. We're all going to be out there. It's uh, it's going to be a blast. So we can't wait to see you guys tonight at uh, Ghost Walk at the District at Green Valley Ranch. And we have our costume, Mercedes, Steph, and myself. It's a, it's a threesome costume. It's, I'm excited about it. Mercedes took care of it, ordered it last week, and she gave it to us yesterday. So we will be in, uh, in costume tonight. Yes, it's going to be fun. We have a theme costume going. Mm-hmm. So yeah, come down to see that. I mean, don't get your expectations up too high. I mean, it's like, but yeah, it, 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 it's, cute. It. it's cute. It's, it's cute. really cute. Yeah, I tried so. mine on yesterday. I'm like, all right, here we go. Yeah, we're ready to go this uh, this morning. So how you doing? Not bad. Are you guys ready to go at your house for Halloween? Do you yeah. have the candy and all that other yeah, stuff? Yeah, we're ready already. To go? I invited some friends to come over after um, we're done with the ghost walk. So they're going to come over. We're gonna, she has smaller ones. We're going to take them out. Brooklyn's going to go trick or treating with her friends um, in our neighborhood. Brooklyn actually might come with me to Ghost Walk, and then we're going to run home and then oh, go nice. and, and then have some friends over and stuff. So it's just going to be something small. I mean, it is a Tuesday night, so you know how crazy are you going to get on uh, Halloween? But we're uh, we're looking forward to it. The neighborhood is all decked out. It was weird though this morning. So it's our trash day. Um, and last night, Matt and I went on a walk really late. It was, I mean, I say late. It was probably like. Seven, but it was pitch dark outside. Mm. And so we're walking and I everyone's putting their trash out for trash day. And there's one house had like these like cute little baby items, like walkers, 
um, and and they look brand new. And I told my husband, I go, those will be gone by the morning. Uh, someone's going to pick those up. Um, and we have a gate. We, we live behind a gate. But, you know, I mean, people can find their way in no matter what. Mm-hmm. So um, this morning I'm driving and I, I, I turn off my street onto the main road of the neighborhood. And there's a car sitting in the middle of the street. Doors are open. Trunk is open. And I'm, I just kind of stop and look and I'm like, what the, and the guy's got a hoodie on and it's like over his head. And I like, part of me wants to be like, what are you doing? And it's right near that house that had that baby stuff. And I was like, maybe he's just taking the baby stuff. I'm like, but why is he being so sus? Like he was just kind of like looking at me like, and then, so like, then I got kind of worried and I'm, I was going to call my husband and be like, uh, go check and see what's going on. But I didn't want to wake him up. So I don't know. I'm hoping, I mean, his car was in the middle of the road. It's not like it was snuck off to the side or anything and all the lights were on. It was really weird. But he had, uh, but the trunk and everything was open right where that baby stuff was. It, probably, it probably was loading just, it up, it was you just think? ahead of the baby stuff. Like there was a house and then the house next to it and his house or his car was in the, in the middle of the street. In front of the car, in front of the house next to it. So it was close enough, you know? Because maybe he was driving by. I was like, whoa, was that baby stuff? Yeah, let me hit the brakes. Ooh, it's chilly out. Let me put my hoodie up to cut to because it's cold out. And let me open up all the doors in my car to make it easier to load it this stuff It was weird. Up. It was weird. I just, I, my, my gut told me just go mm-hmm. because what are you going to do? You know, like, don't put yourself in a dangerous situation. Yeah, you don't want to. You sure. Know, but you also just someone's trash. You're, but you're a concerned neighbor. And if someone is yeah, doing trouble, you want to let someone know. But uh, odds are most likely the person was loading up the, the stuff. And then they had the hoodie up because it's cold outside. Yeah, exactly. That's what we'll so, tell ourselves. Well, yeah, <laughs> that'll make me feel much <laughs> yes, better. I do it all the time. <laughs> so, justify it. Justify it. Kind of a kind of an interesting start to my morning. How about you? Yeah. So Halloween tonight. Um, so I, I am kind of not ready. I'm not sure what to do tonight because um, I'm ready in the aspect where my next door neighbor, he uh, his kids love Halloween. He told me it's their favorite holiday. He goes all out, decorations more and more every year, giant spiders in his house, these huge like lights coming down from his balcony that looks like spider webs around his house. They go all in. So every year I get their kids, like a, we make a gift basket for them, like a Halloween gift basket. So I got, I got all that stuff. Yesterday, so I'm I'm taking care of taking care of the neighbor. His two kids are taken care of. That's like my main concern. But now, of course, there's everyone else that's going to come by the house tonight. I'll be a ghost walk. I won't be there tonight. Laura's out of town, so the debate in my head is: Do I put the bucket out front and just leave the light on, leave the bucket for kids to grab it, or do you go completely dark and just turn off all the lights? I mean, it's a coin flip, really. What yeah, do you feel most comfortable with doing? I think people deal with that every year. It's like I see some houses dark. I see some with the candy. Just pre- be prepared for the one kid to come and dump the whole thing. That's in the bag. thing. That's, yeah, that's it, the thing. it always happens. It always happens. That's why I, I prefer someone to be there. And if we're not there, I just turn off the lights. This, there was a one kid. I was, I was talking to my mom about this last night. And she said, what if you give your candy to the neighbor? I'm like, I don't, hey, can you hand this out for me, please? And then kids come to the house and like, oh, this is for the house and next door here's a little treat i'm not gonna put my neighbor through that so i'll either be dark tonight or put a bucket out and hope that bucket lasts for a couple of hours yeah it's uh it'll likely you know most people i think are are good about it but there's always that one kid and make sure you turn your cameras on to get video so you can post it on tiktok the next day of the kid that takes it all oh yeah the one kid i I think i know it is there's there's this one kid our neighborhood it looks like uh he might be i don't know why i'm like judging this one kid like he'd probably be the one for some reason he's always out and about and looking at things he'd probably be the one that take all the candy (laughs)
lady. The kid that looks at things, he's got to be the one that takes it. <laughs> look at you. You're looking if, at if things. If you're looking at things, you are definitely the candy thief. What so. do you do? You're the one that's going to steal all my candy. So, so then if I am doing the bucket of candy, I have to get candy to put out tonight. So I'll get it figured out. Yeah, well, you can just depend on Ghost Walk to be there for you because we're going to have tons of candy. So we'd love to see you. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, let's kick off this Halloween show. It is time to get things going with the pre-show you pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Rush Rush by Paul Abdul? Do you want to hear Where Do You Go by No Mercy? Where do you go? You want to hear Look What You've Done by Jet. Oh, look what you've done. You've made a fool of everyone. A fool of everyone. Those are your choices. Get your votes in right now. You can do that a couple of ways. You can tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. Vote on our Facebook page or text or call us at 702-364-9400. We will count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Coming up next. Coming up next. Mix 94.1. Here we go. You're going to want to hear this. All right. We have more to come on the pre-show this morning. On the way next, have you ever been trapped or stuck somewhere? A customer was in a store when they closed with them in the store. We'll tell you how long they were stuck there coming up next. But first, the votes are in. And look what you've done by Jet is the pre-show you pick up. You choose the music. You pick it, we play it. It's Mercedes in the morning. Pre-show you pick up. Have you ever been somewhere and at some point you realize, oh my gosh, this is not good. I'm stuck, like physically stuck, like as in maybe like an appendage is stuck in something and you can't get out or you're locked in or trapped somewhere. This jewelry store customer was locked in um, a Diamond District uh, safe room in New York for about 10 hours overnight and he was only freed when the doors, which were on a timer, popped open. He he's he's 23 years old. He goes to this um to, to this uh, safe room, and uh, he was just checking his safety deposit box when the door to the room was locked from the outside. So it trapped him in this 20 by 40 foot space. The room was set on a time lock, not scheduled to reopen until the start of business the next morning. So firefighters, they responded. They cut through 30 inches of a concrete wall to free the man. No. Yeah. But after about 10 hours of rescue work, they reached the metal plating, the plating, which would have required torches yeah. to get in. So the man's just like, well, hmm. So they were they were talking on the to the man on the phone. They didn't want to put smoke and fumes in there. So they were like, uh, sorry, buddy, you're gonna have to wait until six fifteen this morning <laughs> to get out. So he was fine. It was just a very odd situation. And then if, you, if you're claustrophobic, I'm sure that would start to set in after being stuck in that room and then you can't get out. You have to wait for those doors to automatically open. Oh, that's anxiety right 20 there. 20 by 40 doesn't sound bad, but I'm sure as you sit there, 
It's 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 very small. Yeah, use the yeah. bathroom at some point oh, as well. Oh yeah, I'm I'm definitely hyperventilating. Have you ever been stuck somewhere or trapped somewhere? 702-364-9400. What happened? How'd you get out? I my only story that I can recall and as far as like being trapped, I've been stuck many places, but trapped was an elevator at Disneyland, the Disneyland Hotel. And we were stuck and it was the glass elevator at the Disneyland Hotel. If you've been, you might know which one I'm talking about. So we could literally see outside and we saw that we were stuck and we were just like, uh, so we called the little phone inside the elevator like, hi, we're stuck. And some two engineer guys came out with their tools. And then, it, you know, it took about a half hour, I'd say. Um, and for our trouble, they gave us a bunch of fast passes. Oh, that, that's <laughs> worth it. This was back when they, the fast pass was a thing. And so I was like, hey, we'll get stuck every day if that means we get some fast passes. I'm down with that. But did the fact that you could actually look out and technically, like, you weren't stuck in an enclosed elevator, did looking out help the cause? Because you could look out or was because of heights? Like, oh, did that add to the add to the, the fear? It, it, made it, it made it a little bit better because mm-hmm. we could actually see when help was arriving. Watching we, we, yeah, we couldn't see them working on it because that was on the other side. Mm-hmm. But we did see them approach and we're like, okay, they're here. And then we heard some tinkering and stuff. And so that was that was not horrible. But it if it was enclosed and I couldn't see anything, I would have definitely started. To oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I did a thing. This was for Channel 8. It was for a, a tour company. And we went out to Red Rock. And this was early 2021. And we go through the, the scenic loop. And it's towards the end of the day. It's like in April. And we go through the scenic loop, loop. And we're in a Jeep. And we decided to take this trail. It's a White Rock Trail. So you're off-roading for about half a mile. And there's actually restrooms there. And so we stopped and like, oh, I'm going to go use the restroom. It's a physical restroom set up there. It's so bizarre. And like in the middle of Red Rock, no cell reception. So I go inside to the restroom and I go lock the door and I go to get out and I can't unlock the door. The door is stuck. It's like, what? Are you kidding me? And so I'm, I'm banging on the door to get people's attention on the outside. And so our photographer and one of the people from the tour group and a PR girl come by. Mercedes, they couldn't get the door open. So I'm in there for like five, seven minutes. We can't get this door open. And that's when panic starts to set in because I'm in this restroom in Red Rock, in the middle of nowhere, no one has cell reception. So now I'm doing the math, okay? It was 20 minutes to get up here. They got to drive 20 minutes to go down to the visitor center. Hopefully someone is there. It's, it's kind of pandemic time, so maybe someone's not there. And then who do they call? The fire company? That's going to take them an hour to get up here. Then they got to drive off-road. All this stuff is going through my mind about how long to be stuck in this restroom. And then finally, our photographer, after about seven, maybe ten minutes tops, just starts banging on the door on the outside, and the thing popped open, and I got out, and I was so happy afterwards. At, at some point, I'd be like, I got to go. Can someone else come pick you up? <laughs> <laughs> we got to leave here. And it's the funny thing was, I get out, and the PR girl's like, I got it all on video. I'm like, oh, thanks. Yeah, like, I, that's going to air. Thanks a lot, lady. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show this. Thanks me, for your concern. <laughs> me stuck in a bathroom. It's Mix 94.1. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning. Show number 1948. And now, here's your host, Mercedes and JC. Hey, good morning, and welcome to the show. Happy Halloween, everyone. It is Tuesday, October 31st, and welcome. So good to have you guys joining us here on this spooky Tuesday. Show number 1948 means your facts from the year 1948. The Hells Angels Motorcycle Club was founded in California in 1948. 
Also in 1948, specifically on June 24th, the Soviet Union blockaded West Berlin primarily because of the Cold War, which was just getting started. Um, and two days after that Soviet blockade, the the this that's when everything you know the wall started. The uh, U.S. and Great Britain they began a massive airlift of food, water, medicine to the citizens of West Berlin. That was in 1948. Check this out. These are all the people that were born in 1948. Are you right? ready? Yeah. This is gonna blow your mind. Al Gore was born in 1948. Billy Crystal. Donna Crystal was born in 48? 1948. Wow. Donna Summer. Grace Jones. Kathy Bates. Olivia Newton-John. Prince Charles. Rhea Perlman. Richard Simmons and Terry Bradshaw, all born in 1948. That's a solid uh, celebrity birth lineup right yeah, there from 1948. Time. And some of the, the products that were introduced, invented, uh, first came to the market in 1948 include Cheetos, Dial Soap, The Frisbee, LP Records, Mentos, Nesquik, The Polaroid Camera, Ready Whip, Ruffles Potato Chips, and Tupperware. Those are, we, we've had, uh, we've had, the, the Frisbee was 1948. I wonder how they came upon that. Was that by accident or were they trying to design some disc that we throw? I don't know. It seems late for me on a Frisbee. Yeah, it, it seems like that maybe they could have, maybe that was like the official Frisbee name. Maybe we had been playing with things oh, yeah, for, disc thingy. you know, before and they, they were like, hey, let's manufacture this and give it a, a cute little name that, you know, will overtake what it really is. It's a flying disc, but we call them all Frisbees, even though that's the brand name. It's like tissues. We we call them Kleenex. Mm-hmm. They're all, you know, we don't make copies. We Xerox something. But it's it's crazy when the name becomes the thing. Oh, absolutely. And, but Polaroid pictures, too, in 1948. That, 19- seems, that yeah. seems ahead of its time. In the 48, taking Polaroid pictures of people. Same year, Frisbees and, and Polaroids. It's like <laughs> one extreme to the other. It's crazy. Let's talk about today's show. We do have your tickets to go see Doja Cat. And those tickets are coming up here uh, with early. We have them actually with the 8 o'clock hour edition of Heads Up. We have them with an early edition of Heads Up, which is happening in about 15 minutes minutes and we also have what's trending what do you got for us matthew perry's co-stars from friends they are speaking out adele had a huge surprise in the audience at her show this weekend and now your friends and family can join you in your search for that special someone on tinder that's all coming up in what's trending are you guys ready all right let's check in on the hot topic Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending? What's trending on Mix ninety four point one. All right, Matthew Perry is trending again this morning. His co-stars from Friends are now speaking out after the actor's uh, shocking death. Jennifer Aniston, Courtney Cox, Lisa Kudrow, Matt LeBlanc, and David Schwimmer released a joint statement saying, "We were more than just castmates. We are a family." There's so much to say, but right now we're going to take a moment to grieve and process this unfathomable unfathomable loss. For now, our thoughts and our love are with Maddie's family, his friends, and everyone who loved him around the world. The Daily Mail is also reporting that uh, co-star Lisa Kudrow has expressed interest in adopting his dog, Alfred. They uh, they were really close, and she says she wants to take the dog. Um, The Los Angeles County Medical Examiner's Office confirmed that an autopsy has been completed. Completed, but the results are pending um, toxicology reports. So that could take that could take a while to get. And then this morning, TMZ is reporting that there's some new details about his death. They're reporting that law enforcement sources say that the actor's body was not in the water for very long before he was found dead. The insiders say his body was not waterlogged. 
they point out that if he had not been alone, he po- he, he could have been saved. Um, he had been playing pickleball earlier in the day. His assistant was there, but he sent his assistant out to do um, some errand. And um, when he came back, then he found him. So that's just uh, that just makes it even more tragic, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. I saw that story. Yeah. So if he, the assistant was there or someone was close to him, whatever happened, they could have potentially saved his life or got him to the hospital sooner to for a different outcome. It's. It's hard to go back and say, oh, the all these what ifs with, with with what happened, but it's just yeah to hear that news is like, oh my gosh, just, yeah, it's it so just sad. makes it uh, even worse. And so. also too, I saw people getting the cast members or friends some heat like on Sunday for not putting out a statement. It's like my God, they're mourning the loss of a friend. Probably the last thing on their mind is let me get my Instagram post out there to address oh the passing gosh. of my friend. You know that that really bugs me. It's like they're they're probably in complete and total shock. Mm-hmm. Why do they have to post for you? What do they owe you? No one owes you any. Anything. Yes, go on. Well, you know, it's just—it's it's like so people. annoying. And when and when people, ugh, social media. I know, but there were people like he. Where, where's Jennifer Aniston? The last thing she posted was that her friend just died. She's mourning. I'm surprised they put out a statement that soon. And and the other thing that is annoying to me, and no offense if you do this, I don't think I've ever seen you do this, but like when someone passes away and everybody runs to find their picture with that person <laughs> and post it. <laughs> It's like, like I met so and so back in 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 2013, and he was the nicest guy. And here's me and him. It's like, it's okay. I'm so sorry for your loss. <laughs> you met him for two minutes. <laughs> There's someone that I know that does that, and 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 that's why. And sadly, that's how I find out someone dies. I'm, you know, go, going through Instagram stories and I see this person. I'm like, why are they posting a picture with you know so and so from 15 years ago? And it's a real grainy, awful photo. Oh, because they died and they wanted some credit for it. Yeah, it's just it's, I I don't know. Yeah, a lot I, of people do that. <laughs> also, this morning, Adele is trending. The singer got a huge surprise during her Las Vegas residency over the weekend when she spotted the dog who delivered her son in the audience while she was singing when we were young it was a really sweet moment um is this this is just the hook of the song that's in here yeah that's on the actual audio okay um she was dressed up like morticia adams she saw a man named colin and she's like all singing and she goes colin and then she runs (laughs) up to him she's like this is a doctor that gave birth to my baby meanwhile she uh stopped that show also to pay tribute to the late matthew perry who passed away on Sunday uh, on Saturday she told a really touching story about how one of her friends could do such a great Chandler impersonation and whenever any of her friend group was like down this friend would do that that impression and it would instantly cheer everyone up so it was it was a really cute little story that she told with her connection and how how much he will be missed so this is on saturday night show yeah saturday night that's cool and then finally this morning tinder is trending they just announced a few new features and one of them is a matchmaking option which allows you to send profiles to friends and family to let them weigh in on someone that you might be potentially going out on a date with. The idea is that if they can help you find this match and if they pass the friend test and if they get your parents approval, then that's got to be the one, right? Well, friends and family will also be able to recommend matches to you like, hey, saw this guy. He looks good. Why don't you give him a try? Uh, the, p- the people who you invite to weigh in do not 
have to have Tinder accounts, though. So, you know, you don't have to have mom open. <laughs> so that would no. go horribly wrong. No. Also, mom, you're not swiping right for me. You're swiping right for yourself. And don't worry, they're not able to do anything on your behalf, including liking profiles or messaging <laughs> potential dates. And that is what's trending. Here we go. Coming up here next, we do have the early edition of Heads Up. And when you win it, we have your tickets to go see Doja Cat. It's Ray Parker Jr. It's Halloween. So here's Ghostbusters on Mix 94.1. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. We have our contestant on the line. It's Kim. Good morning, Kim. Good morning. You ready to play Heads Up? Yes. Okay. We want to get you these tickets to see Doja Cat Friday night. Your categories to choose from are Katy Perry, Painter, Google Search, or Round and Round. We're going to go with painter because I'm an art teacher. Oh, nice. that's you're going to kill this category. International Artists Day is tomorrow. Or no, it was last week, actually. You probably knew that. Um, these are all different types of artists, okay? Okay. All right. Who do you want to pick as your partner? Mercedes. Okay, let's do it. Kim, 60 seconds on the clock. Get six correct and you win. And you start now. This is a person who takes pictures for a living. They're a... Photographer. Yes. This is a person that uses, like, watercolors on a canvas. They are a... A visual artist, a painter. A painter, yes. Um, this is for someone who might do stuff online and make things online, like a website. A graphic designer. Yes. This is someone who is on stage and they are pretending to be someone else. Performing artist. Um, what what are... Uh, yes, an actor. Um, this is someone who can do, like, the cha-cha-cha or they can do... Dancer. Yes. This is someone who can put art on your body. They are a... A tattoo artist. Yes! Oh, my gosh! I, I mean, did we ever doubt Kim for a second? She was going to... I've already gone through six questions. You went through six! Uh, no, wait. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, now I was questioning it because no, no, it was we're, so we're, fast. We're counting for you. We got you, we got you Kim, covered. Kim, congratulations! <laughs> oh, my gosh. My daughter's going to die to go see get Doja Cat. You got your tickets, Kim. What, what a weekend. Doja Cat is here Friday night. The Scarlet Tour at the T-Mobile arena and you and your daughter are all set congratulations we'll have more doja cat tickets for you when you win heads up in the eight o'clock hour it's mix 94.1 mercedes in the morning happy halloween everyone it is a scary day it is it is supposed to be the spookiest day of the year i i look at halloween as more fun than spooky, but as a kid, I thought it was a little spooky. There was some spookiness to it, and, and I have something uh, here for you, and I want to get your thoughts on these. Um, these are the two-sentence horror stories that will send shivers down your spine. According to you? According to uh, many websites okay. that I've searched for these two-sentence stories. Okay. So I'll read some of these. Let me know if these are these spooky out or they're kind of just funny to laugh at. There was a picture in my phone of me sleeping. I live alone. Uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of scary. Okay, all right. kind of scary. Continue here. My sister says that mommy killed her. Mommy says that I don't have a sister. Uh, what, where, that, that one's just weird. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't think any of these are going to be scary, especially the way you read them. <laughs> the way you read them is like, mommy killed her. <laughs> Okay, right, let, me, let me change the music. Okay. 
You hear your mom. <laughs> I can't now. You do not have a scary voice at all. Let me all. try it. Come on, let me try it. You hear your mom calling you into the kitchen. As you're heading down the stairs, you hear a whisper from the closet saying, Don't go down there, honey. I heard it too. <laughs> okay, honey. <laughs> that, thing, that is kind of scary, though. Think about that outside of my non-scary voice. You hear your mom downstairs, Mercedes, come down for dinner. You start walking down, and then you hear mom in the, cl- you're in the closet going, Don't go down there. I heard that voice too. I'd be like, Mom, why are you in the closet? What the heck is going on here? All right, try another one. The last thing I saw was my alarm clock flashing 12.07 before she pushed her long, rotting nails through my chest, her other hand muffling my screams. I sat bolt upright, relieved it was only a dream. But as I saw my alarm clock read 12.06, I heard my closet door creak open. Okay, that was like six sentences. <laughs> I thought these were supposed to be two. Okay, here's, here's one. This one's going to get you. Let me start this. I can't move, breathe, speak, or hear, and it's so dark all the time. If I knew it would be this lonely, I would have been cremated instead. <laughs> That's kind of creepy because my I have a fear of being buried alive. So oh, do you I, really? I, yeah, I can I can see that one. That's that's kind of creepy. Yeah. My last one here. I awoke to the sound of the baby monitor crackling with a voice comforting my firstborn child. As I adjusted to a new position, my arm brushed against my wife, sleeping next to me. That's pretty creepy. Brushed against my head. Too bad you're, you know, like, more it's like, I don't know what I need. You just sound so nice when you read it, so it makes it not scary. It makes it kind of endearing. <laughs> These are two sentence endearing horror stories. Yes, exactly. That's a. We need to work on your delivery a little bit. I want to buy BTS tickets. <laughs> oh! <laughs> now you got me. And then I saw the Ticketmaster fees. Oh, oh Ticketmaster. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. If you work in the hospitality industry, near the Strip, on the Strip, what are your thoughts of on F1? 
coming to town. It's going to be here mid-November, and a lot of employees are contemplating the value of working during that race week. Apparently, the, apparently, apparently, <laughs> the uh, they there's a lot of people worried about the tipping culture in regards to other parts of the world and coming to Las Vegas where we know many people depend on tips the uh they are worried that that's not going to translate they say that um there's there's a big difference in tipping culture from other parts of the world um, they say sometimes you know you get no tip because that's just how they do it in other parts of the world and so a lot of people are reconsidering working because they know that they're not going to get the tips that they they should be getting now standard tipping commonly it's seen around 20 percent in the u.s but it could be as low as five percent in other places if anything um they say sometimes a tip in other countries it's a it's considered an insult um others consider it a bonus very often in europe it's not expected at all they're adding a surcharge for the uh taxi drivers because of this very reason a 15 dollars surcharge is going to be billed from wednesday november 15th to tuesday november 21st for anyone taking a taxi um what do you guys what do you think about that and then will that 15 dollars automatically go to the driver yes, then the, it goes oh, good, directly good. To the not driver, gonna, the company's yeah. not gonna like pocket that money no yeah, it's it's a couple of things first off if, yeah if you're in the industry and like you said mercedes someone's it's in their culture where they're from they don't show them tip do you try, do you suggest tipping to them, or you just have to accept that's how the person is and not say anything? You don't get a tip, and then also on the flip side, if people are worried about F one, what is the one you always look forward to? Is it SEMA that's happening right now? Is it CES? I always heard when the NFR comes to town, that's huge for for tips and people getting taken care of. What's like the, what's the big one that you do look forward to, knowing that the people that are coming to town are going to spend a lot of money and take care of you. Yeah, I, I wish I could answer that. Anyone who's uh, who's in the business, what is it? I, I have no clue. I think with, you know, when we go to Europe, we still tip. And I think it's because we feel like I remember the first couple times I didn't. And part of me was like, hey, guys, we don't have to tip. It's Europe. They don't tip here. And I felt like they looked at me funny because we didn't tip like they were mad because they thought, hey, you're American. I expect a tip from you because you're oh, American. Uh-huh. And so then I just, then I started tipping. Now I didn't tip 20%. We'd only tip like 10%. But still, I felt like it was still expected from us, but not for the people that live there. They, like, almost like it was, okay, fine, I'll take this table. Even though it's Americans, I know that I'm going to get a tip out of it. Mm-hmm. So I still felt like I was a little. I was obligated to tip a little bit. It was a little, a little bonus when they saw you yes. sitting down. Like, oh, Americans. Okay, cool. I, we're gonna, hey, a little extra change there, uh, Francis. Yeah. And then you don't tip. Like, wait a second. You're Americans. You're supposed to tip. Someone just texted us saying Europeans do not know how to tip. They will give you a quarter. Think. Imagine waiting on a table for two hours. They, the bill comes and you get a quarter for that. How frustrating would that be why not add a surcharge to each check temporarily that didn't that punishes does that punish the people who you know are locals and then are tipping but then you could just say hey a, a, a surcharge has been added don't worry about a tip why yeah, not just do it, that yeah. for everyone so we know that it's going to be okay and then yeah and then you're just going to skip that weekend entirely just getting down there if you work on the strip and if you work inside inside the actual track itself how does that work you're just going to you spend the night at the property 
Maybe you can't because the rooms are booked, but are there rooms available? I keep seeing rates dropping, hotel rates dropping from when they first released the room rates. Yeah, they, they continue are. continue to drop. They really are dropping, um, and there's some good specials that are popping up, too. Yeah, let us know what you guys think. 702-364-9400. This text just came in. It says, as an Uber Lyft driver, I am nervous. Pickup and drop-off locations are going to be a pain in the butt to get to because of road closures. Also, also World of Concrete, Con Expo, SEMA, The Rodeo. That yeah. Oh my gosh, there's so much going oh, on. Oh, they say they all tip great. Yeah, tip great. Okay, cool. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, thanks for that, Coco. Um, f- also, this morning, let's talk about um, why it may take a little longer for you to get your prescriptions refilled this week. Some employees at CVS and Walgreens locations in the U.S. started a three-day walkout yesterday to push both companies to improve working conditions and add more staff. The walkout led to some stores closing in New York City yesterday, and one of the organizers of the walkout said as many as 5,000 pharmacy workers will participate. Um, until things get settled, you might want to you know, grab your Flintstones chewable vitamins and hope for the best because uh, it, it might take a little long. Yeah, it's funny. You don't realize how important a industry is until they walk out mm-hmm. and then your customers can't get their prescriptions. And yeah, what if you do have to get a big refill or something and you have it scheduled for Friday and there's no one there to do it for you? Yeah, take care of these people. They're taking care of us. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely going to cause some delays mm-hmm. in getting that. So that is trending or that is going on this morning. And then final, oh, actually, we just got a phone call here. Let's talk to Brent. Hey, Brent, good morning. Hey, good morning. How are you guys? We are doing great. You want to go back and talk about the tipping thing? Yeah, we just came back from Europe. We were there 17 days. Uh, we met various countries and in Italy and, and Italy and uh, Paris, they have an actual automatic charge on top of your ticket. We didn't know that about a weekend. We're, both, we're from Las Vegas. We, we know all about the tipping. So I just wanted to throw that out there. We were just there, and they actually have an automatic charge, like a surcharge. I don't know how they say it. It's not in our language, but there was an automatic charge. Yeah, that I think that would be perfect for F1 weekend. Just put that automatic charge on all the bills. Let people know. Um, the tourists, they'll, you know figure it's just part of the price if you're a local and then you'll know okay i don't have to tip on top of this it's already added i think that would be the perfect solution did brent say he didn't realize it until after the first week so he was tipping on top of yeah, the surcharge we did that too we did that too it, there, it's yeah. just they're like they see us and there's like a target <laughs> on us like oh, i will take this table <laughs> cha-ching i got myself of americans yeah. hey we have tickets for you to go see kelly clarkson and that happens at 7 30 with the mercedes in the morning mega minute it's mix 94.1 I feel like I am in a situation right now where I just, I want to do the right thing, but I also don't want to involve myself in something that I don't have any business being involved in. Um, Have you ever been in a situation where you, or like you were friends with someone and maybe they, like I'm talking as a kid and maybe they didn't have like the greatest home life. Um, did you ever like get involved in that at all? Did you ever have any friends that maybe didn't like had a situation where maybe they'd never spent time with their parents or their parents were, um, not the kindest to them or anything like that? There were some situations in our neighborhood. Yes, yes, there were. Absolutely. I can totally relate to that. There were were a couple neighbors, uh, and, and all those situations that you talked about. My, uh, one of my daughters is having a situation where one of her friends has like confided in 
to her about and I'm not going to get overly specific here, but just confided to her that just like things at home are not ideal. And she made a comment to her the other day saying, um, I really wish that I could move in with you and your family. And so she told me this. And I was like, well, what's going on? And she kind of explained the the home situation. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. And and part of me wants to say, OK, what, how about we have her stay with us for a week or so and see how that goes? But then there's another part of me that's like, you are getting way too nosy, lady. Like, mind your business. This is not your business. But I. When it comes to kids, I just, I, I have a hard time, like, not being concerned, you know? It's just, what would, what would you do in this, in a situation like that? There's definitely some issues at home. Uh, the kid is obviously confiding in my kid. Yeah. But she, but nothing was, nothing was said to me. I just, I don't know what to do right now. Does anyone have any advice on something like this? 702-364-9400. I'm really, really torn because I want to help, but I also don't want to involve myself in other people's stuff without being invited into that. You know what I mean? Is it an abuse situation where, where, where authorities need to be called and child protective services need to be called? Or is it more along the lines of... Maybe their parents both work twenty four seven, and they're and they're not around it, and they see some of the stuff that you're doing with Brooklyn, and the the how Brooklyn's just like a blanket of love at the house, and, and they're jealous of that, and where it's not an abuse thing, you need to step in immediately. It's more of having time with the parent, and the parents just aren't there because they're working. Or I know you can't really expand on it because I, I, their friend I, can find, <laughs> but if, if it's abuse or something like that, I think you need you need to call someone or or, or take some kind of action. In my in my mind. But if it's that level of she's not around her parents and and, and misses the, the, the parental experience, then maybe there is something where you have the kid come over and, and have a sleepover and, and start start there and start giving them something back in return. It's it's hard to say because I think people view things differently. I know how I view things. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Sometimes people think like a good whack on the butt is going to really like get your kid. Some people believe in like spanking and stuff like that. I got spanked as a kid and I I just I did. I don't spank my kids. So there may be like a situation kind of like that where it's like, okay, how bad is that? Or, you know, am, am I just being like, overly cautious i'm just not sure and i feel like i i don't want to dismiss this Mm -hmm. i definitely don't want to dismiss this but i'm i'm thinking okay what if my kid reached out to someone else and then another parent like got involved how would that make me feel? You know what I mean? Well, unless the parent is then opening your eyes. Maybe as a parent, you're not you're not seeing this. You're not seeing the, the issue. You think everything is fine. Every, you think the way you're parenting your child is fine. And your parent doesn't, the kid doesn't feel comfortable telling you about it. So they're going to their friends or someone else. Maybe it does start, Mercedes, with, with have a weekend sleepover and see if the child confides in you or starts telling you some more. Maybe you just start with a weekend. I think to start with a week, is that excessive just to have the kid live with you for a week or come stay with you for a week? But maybe it just starts with the sleepover. Maybe you start spending more time with this kid 
to so you're getting firsthand knowledge of what exactly is taking place at their house. Yeah, I don't I don't want to jump to conclusions. I, that's the last thing I want to do. But I also want this kid to know because I, I asked I asked my daughter. I'm like, did you are you going to tell her that you told me mm-hmm. any of this? And she's like, I can. And I was like, do and tell her I said if she needs anything. She can come to our house or if she wants to spend the night, I go, I don't know about the moving in situation at this point. I don't, I've never even met this kid before, but let's talk and open up a conversation. So she said she was going to have that conversation with her. Like if she wants to come over on the weekend or something like that. But, um, can you just have a kid move in with you though? Let's say the kid said, <laughs> I don't think, I don't think you, you can. can't, you can't, you have to go through a couple of hoops to get that done. But I, but I do love how you're saying that's just amazing to tell Brooklyn and if Brooklyn is comfortable telling her, hey, hey, I told my mom and we're here to help because maybe this is just the tip of the surface of something deeper that's happened at the kid's home. Right. And you right. got to step in. And, and I, I don't want to open a can of worms, but I just don't like to mess around when it comes with kids. Yeah. You know, I don't. I, I'm very cautious, but at the same time, if it has to do with a kid and a kid that doesn't have a voice for themselves, I I, I get that just protective mode going, even if it's not my kid. So I don't know. I, I just don't know what I should do in this situation. I, I told her, tell her you told me this. Tell her what I said. If she wants to reach out, I go give her my phone number. She can call me. She can text me. Like, tell her all this. And she's like, okay, are you sure? And I was like, yes, absolutely. Like, let's, like, try to help her as much as we can. But it's just a really, like, heart-wrenching situation. I don't want to insert myself where I don't belong, but I also want to help if help is needed. Yes. And you don't want that help to like turn against the child too. If there is right. something abusive and you tell the child, Hey, I'm, I'm here to help you. And then the, the, the child's in the situation at the house where mom and dad are getting angry and they're like, well, you know, I, I told Brooklyn and she told her mom and her mom said she'd help me. So I'm going to go. And then all of a sudden that adds to oh their rage. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That like, you just gave, made me like sick to my stomach. I couldn't imagine like that, that turning against her. So then, then is that where you step in and, and talk to a, a child protective services or someone that's in that, in that world of what is the proper way to handle it? How, how do you approach that situation? Because you don't want more harm caused to the kid. Who knows what these parents are doing? Right. And then also, I, you know, I assume that I, I assume this child is telling the truth. I 100 believe, mm-hmm. percent believe they're telling the truth. Um, I, I don't want to. If like, I don't want to give the insinuation that maybe they're embellishing or anything like that. But what if that's a situation where. Things got taken out of context, maybe on my kid's part, and mm-hmm. she made things seem worse than they actually are. And then I do something and it's like, well, wait, what are you talking about? That wasn't the situation. And then I look like this nosy person who's like, I need to get involved here, even though I have nothing to, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, no, I do. I totally know. There's so many, diff- there's so many different layers to this. Where, where do you even start? Do you start with a weekend sleepover? Maybe that, that's the situation. Weekend yeah. sleepover and, and you get to talk to the kid directly and, and see how things are and just give them a nice weekend and, and see if they open up some more and see what the parents are like. Cause I'm sure they have to give their parents permission to spend the weekend at your house. Yeah, from what I understand, the that the parents are not very involved 
And so I don't know if that's going to be the situation where they have to get that. Yeah, they'll be like, yeah, well, I can spend the week yeah, at your house. So I'm not sure. I'll, I'll keep you posted. I'm, I, our text line is like flooded right now. I'm trying to go through all of these. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Um, to see, you know, thank you guys for the advice. Um, a lot of people are saying we have to be the voice for kids that don't have one. Kids are our business. Um, I think she's reaching out for a lifeline. Definitely. Definite consideration is needed. Don't just dismiss. A um, lot of sleepover suggestions. Yeah, invite over for a sleepover. Give uh, the girl a place to get away without getting too involved first. Uh, and a lot of people are talking about a safe voice report, which I've never heard of before. Thank you, guys. I'm going to look into that. It's anonymous on your part, but opens up an investigation to the child. Yeah, I'm going to wait and see, get some word back from my kid on how the conversation yeah. has gone and, and see. But yeah, I'll keep you guys posted. Thanks. I just, I, I don't know what to do at this point. So and if anyone well, else hear, has more. You can hear the concern in your voice. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's, it's been one of those things that's just been grinding on me, but I don't know what to do here. Well, it uh, sounds like there's some places to start and, and yeah. keep us posted on, on everything. Um, lots more to come. It's Mix 94.1. We've got Mercedes in the Morning's Mega Minute, and that is coming up here in about five minutes. Can you answer 10 trivia questions in 60 seconds? It can be done. And if you do it today, tickets to go see Kelly Clarkson on New Year's Eve. It is Halloween, and we are getting ready for tonight. We're really excited because our ghost walk is happening at the district at Green Valley. Come by, say hi, get tons of candy. We're going to have costume contests. We're going to have music. It's going to be so much fun. We cannot wait to see you guys. Uh, and the fun starts at 5 o'clock this afternoon, so make sure you join us. It's going to be good, a good time. It's going to be so much fun tonight. Did anyone um, celebrate Mischief Night last night? Who? What? It's always, always silence after I bring that up. It, that, that, that's not a thing out here. Mischief Night. Did you have Mischief Night growing up in the Denver area? I don't think we have Mischief Night here. Does anyone I've know? I've never heard of Mischief Night. I, actually, I, th- I have heard of Mischief Night. You bring it up every Halloween, and I, I never know what it is. <laughs> no one celebrates it out here. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? 702-364-9400. Or was this as a thing that we did back in the Northeast, in Pennsylvania, New Jersey area? Mischief Night is the night before Halloween, October 30th, and that's where kids and teens, they go out and they TP houses. They might take a bar of soap and soap up your windows. Some teens will maybe take an egg and throw it in your driveway. They just go out and cause some mischief. And it just happens the night before Halloween. And that was always a thing growing up. I would get so excited on Halloween morning to walk outside to the, the school bus and see which houses got TP'd. And I remember the, the um, Gordon was my buddy's name. And he was the one that would go out every mischief night. And since we were his friends, he never did our house. So he'd walk down the street like, oh, he got the McMillans. Or, oh, look at that. The Vons. Someone TP'd their tree. It was, it was a thing to see on Halloween morning. Uh, did you have anything like that, Steph? Mischief Night? So we didn't call it Mischief Night. It wasn't like, oh, tonight is Mischief Night. Yeah, let's go teepee. But on Halloween, there were some type of things that would be that would cause mischief. And I remember being a witness to one of them. I was 16 years old. I was at my best friend Alyssa's house for Halloween. And we did like part trick or treat. And then the other half we did, uh, we handed out candy. And I remember we were handing out candy when all of a sudden we heard like random bangs on her wall. It was like, like three random bangs. It was really scary. So we're like, what happened? And we're looking, turns out a car drove by and egged her house. But the way they egged it, her house was a two story house. Imagine the high ceilings 
and there was a window all the way at the top. Oh, that you can't reach. That, exactly. Oh. So they egged that and cleaning that, trying to help her clean that was, I'm like, I don't know how to help you, girl, but it was, it was horrible. I don't know why people do these things. And with the price of eggs these days, too. <laughs> My gosh. If, if it was during the pandemic, you would not see any TP on trees. Like, yeah, take that down. Oh my gosh, this is jackpot. I'm not going to lie. I like True story. You can call my mom and get confirmation on this. We got TP'd once. I know exactly who it was. It was Becky Cannon and her brother Mark Cannon. And Becky was mad at me. So she got her brother Mark and his buddies to TP in my house while we were out of town. So our neighbors call us and they're like, your house got TP'd. Do you want us to take it down? My dad's like, no, we'll be back this afternoon. We'll take it down. So we get home. My dad makes me and my brother go out there with um, plastic bags, like trash bags, take down the toilet paper and said, save it. And I'm like, what? He's like, save it. We're not going to let it go to waste. And my brother goes, do we have to use this on our butts even though it's been outside? <laughs> and he's like, no, we can use it for other things like, you know, cleaning up messes. So for like two weeks, we had these two trash bags filled with toilet paper that had been strung ac- across the trees in front of our house. And we had to reuse that. Oh, I don't know. Like if my dad was like ahead of his time with the, um, you know, environmental causes and stuff like that. But we he made us recycle it. Was it Halloween time they did the teeping? No, it was, it was just, just a just random, random toll. Oh, yeah. oh, that was a message. Yeah, that was definitely a message was sent. <laughs> El Jefe ahead of his time, though. He's always been concerned about the environment. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was, was it really soft toilet paper? No, it was cheap stuff, too. We, it, it's like it, it almost had disintegrated, but we still had to ball it up and throw it in the trash bag. Parents never noticed with Mischief Night that, oh, wait, on Halloween morning, JC, why are there two rolls of toilet paper missing? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I wasn't feeling so good last night. <laughs> I think Jenny was in the bathroom. Here we go. You ready for this? It's now time for Mercedes the Morning's Mega Minute. Your chance to win tickets to see Kelly Clarkson. Now she's going to be at uh, the back theater. Yeah, New Year's Eve. Mm -hmm. New Year's Eve. And we've got your tickets right now with the Mercedes in the Morning Mega Minute. Here's how it works. You get 60 seconds. We have 10 questions for you. 10 random trivia questions. Can you answer all 10 in 60 seconds? We had a winner last week. It was incredible. We'd love to have another one right now. So caller 20, you get to tackle the Mega Minute. Can you do it? 702-364-9400. It's time for Mercedes in the Morning's Mega Minute. And we have our contestant on the line. Her name is Cindy. Hi, Cindy. Hi, Mercedes. Hey, are you ready to tackle the Mercedes in the Morning Mega Minute for Kelly Clarkson tickets? I'm going to try to do my best. Okay. All right, Cindy, you'll have 60 seconds to answer 10 questions correctly. If you get a question wrong or pass on a question, we will come back to that question at the end. And the game starts now. What is the fastest animal? Cheetah. Yes. In what U.S. state is the Hollywood sign in? California. Yes. What fast food restaurant slogan is have it your way? Burger King? Yes. In Back to the Future, what type of car is the time machine? Oh my gosh. Yes. What year did Britney Spears release her album Oops I Did It Again? 
99. Incorrect. In Lord of the Rings, what is the name of the villain who is also known as Smeagol? Pass. What is who is the cowboy in the Toy Story movies? Woody. Yes. What is the human body's largest organ? The, the brain. Incorrect. What does SPF in sunscreen stand for? I don't know the answer to that one. Um, let's go back to the. I can't one. believe I got through. I'm just happy. Oh well, Cindy, hang on the line one second. Let's uh, let's go through the ones that you passed on. Um, in Back to the Future, what type of car is the time machine? That's a DeLorean. What year did Britney Spears release her album? Oops, I did it again. 2000. She was so close oh, with 99. 99. Yeah. Um, in Lord of the Rings, what is the name of the villain who is also known as Smeagol? That's Gollum. And then, um, what is the human body's largest organ? That is the skin. And what does SPF in sunscreen stand for? That's sun protection factor. Oh. Oh, didn't get a winner. So that means, caller 20, you're going to get the tickets. Cindy, hang up. Try again, because we would we would love to give you these tickets. Tickets to see Kelly Clarkson, uh, her chemistry residency, an intimate night with Kelly at the Back Theater at Planet Hollywood on New Year's Eve. Who wants them? Caller 20 gets them right now. 702 360 it's time for the hot three on mix 94.1 is there anyone listening right now that just the death of matthew perry hit you harder than you expected it to if so you're definitely not alone just minutes after the news that the actor died social media was filled with people expressing their heartbreak over the loss of a, of this person that they had never met and even though we didn't know him personally, we feel like we do because we knew his character on Friends, Chandler, so well and for such a long time. And while our relationships with celebrities are different from the ones that we have with people in our lives, experts say we can grieve for a stranger. They say that mourning the death of a celebrity that we've admired is just as important as any other death because we bond to celebrities at a distance. We have a tendency to kind of immortalize them through some of our nostalgic life experiences. Mm -hmm. So if you're feeling that and then you feel guilty, like I, well, I didn't even know him, but like, why am I so sad? It's completely normal. It does not make your grief about their loss invalid. Um, and, and sometimes, you know, celebrities become a part of our lives. And when they die, a little part of us dies, too. 100 percent. And especially if you're a, a, a fan of the show Friends and watch that show all the time, they were like your friends watching that show. And they had the reunion a couple of years ago. To me, it'd be, it's going to be one of these deaths where I'll always remember where I was when I heard the news of Matthew Perry. And it was just shocking news. And I was at this wedding. I was at a wedding Saturday afternoon. And it was the reception part, and one of the guys at the table is looking at his phone, and he goes, <gasps> Matthew Perry died, and he turns, he has TMZ pulled up, and shows everyone at the table, and everyone at the table is like, <gasps> I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, and I turn to the guy next to me, and he's like, what, I'm like, Matthew Perry died, 
And he goes, oh, I know. I saw that like 30 minutes ago. I just went announcing here at the wedding to take away from the wedding. Because at one point, it was like all of a sudden, everyone's getting the news that Matthew mm-hmm. Perry died. And they're looking at their phones. And then Laura gets out her phone, like, put it away. We'll digest this when the wedding is over. We need to focus on what's happening right now. But it kind of like spread around the wedding at the same time. Is there a celebrity death or a celebrity passing that just really kind of got you? Like, whoa, man. Like, recently when Jimmy Buffett passed away, I just... That one hurt, not because I, I wasn't even a big Jimmy Buffett fan, but my dad loved Jimmy Buffett, and it just reminded me so much of him, and I was like, oh, that one hurt, and then another one, same reason, but my mom loves her, is Tina Turner, like, I, when she passed away, like, really, I, I can't, I never listened to their music, but it reminds me, again, of something nostalgic, and it made me think of my parents, and it just, it made me really sad. Yeah, and, well, Tina Turner just passed away this year, too, just they both yeah. passed away this year. We lost both those legends this year. I remember when Macho Man Randy Savage passed away, that was maybe 10 years ago, and that and that one hit me real hard. He was, he was young, he had a heart attack, and I remember Laura was out of town, and a buddy of mine called me that afternoon, and we were chit-chatting. And I, I just a normal conversation, and then it was later on that night. There's knock at my door, and it's my same buddy. He's there with his wife and his kids, and he's like, "Hey, we're just popping in to check on you." I'm like, "Why?" And he's like, "You seemed really upset about the passing of Macho Man Randy Savage." And I thought that was so sweet. They actually drove by my house to see if I was doing okay. I'm like, "Yeah, I'm fine. I'm, I'm upset about it, but you know, I appreciate you checking in on me. It's sad." Whenever a wrestler dies, I think of you too, and I, I I always wonder like, I I hope he's okay. I hope he's doing all right because I don't know. I just tie that into you. So anytime I see a wrestler pass away, the first thing I think of is should I text him? No, I'll give him some time and I'll, I'll see how he's doing when I see him in person or, and stuff like that. For you, I remember when Luke Perry passed away, you were a huge 90210 oh fan gosh, and yeah. we love Luke Perry and that was just a few years ago and that was that was a shocking death and that was one where I thought of you right away. Well, I, I know you thought of me on Richard Mull yes. recently <laughs> passing away. He passed away over the weekend, so we lost Matthew Perry, star of Friends, and then Richard Mall, who played Bull on Night Court. We lost him as well this weekend. And the reason why JC thought of me when he passed away if you don't know who that is, he was Bull on Night Court, and I never watched the show. But one of my substitute teachers in, gosh, was it middle school? I think it was middle school. She was Bull's sister, and that was her claim to fame. Whenever she would come to substitute, and I forget her last name. It was different than Mull. Um, she would be like, my brother plays uh, plays Bull on Night Court, Richard Mull. And everyone was like, oh. Oh, that was like her claim to fame. That uh, he was uh, like six foot five, six foot seven, super tall actor. He was bald and just a very unique personality. And I saw that news, and I did think of you this weekend, Mercedes. When I'm like, oh, Richard Mall passed away. I wish I remembered her last name so we could uh, like, because I don't know if she was a younger sister or an older sister. He was eighty, so yeah. he was older. Yeah, so maybe oh, yeah, she was probably younger then. I just I don't know. I, I was I was thinking about her too. I'm like, oh, I hope her substitute teacher's okay. I think that could be a whole conversation. With, like, what's your second degree celebrity claim to fame? Because you had Richard Mole's <laughs> sister was your substitute teacher. Can anyone? F- Follow that. What's your second degree connection to a celebrity? Okay, so you don't know the celebrity direct, but you know them through one person. Who is it? 702-364-9400. Do you have a two degrees of separation celebrity relationship? There was a, for some reason, I did a post about Kokomo. Was that a, a song on Beat Mercedes or something recently? Um, and a listener made a comment that in the town she grew up in, she worked at a restaurant and John Stamos's family would come visit. Not John Stamos, but John Stamos's family would come to her restaurant and she would serve them all the time. So, I mean, two degrees. You you have a direct connect through 
to John Stamos. Mm-hmm. That's pretty impressive. Does anyone else have one of those? I I always love to hear those. Like, I don't know them personally, but I know them through this yes. person. And in Vegas, you get that a lot. Um, I know we're running late. Do I have time for one more? Uh, yeah, we do one more. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so uh, cities around the country have laws on the books putting an age limit on trick-or-treating. Uh, we talked about this a little yesterday. Jacksonville, Illinois, and Rain, Louisiana, both had a bar, uh, ha- had barred kids 13 and older for going trick-or-treating. Bellevue, Illinois, has a Halloween solicitation law that forbids anyone above the 8th grade from trick-or-treating. And anyone over 12 has to get permis- permission of the mayor or chief of police to wear a mask or disguise any day other than Halloween. So if you're hoping to find a house handing out full-size candy bars tonight, remember, in a lot of places, you you could be too old to be having fun long before you're you're allowed to drive. So appreciate that while you can. Coming up next <laughs> hour, there's tickets to go see Doja Cat. That happens right around 825. We were just talking about your degrees of separation from people. Are you two degrees away from anyone? We were talking about the recent uh, loss of Richard Malt, an actor who played Bull on Night Court, and his sister was my substitute teacher in middle school. Like that was the that was the claim to fame. And so I always said I was two degrees away from Bull from Night Court. Do you have a two degree away separation from someone famous? And what is it? 702-364-9400. Let's talk to Candy. Candy, who is it for you? Um, so my best friend used to do the makeup for Sick Freak and Roy, the Tigers, the um, show. And she used to do the makeup for, like, Gigi when they came into town. She did a lot of the famous people. Wow. Two degrees away from the Bee Gees? And Siegfried and Roy. And That's Siegfried a double whammy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was would... always jealous because she'd tell me some really cool stories about what would happen with the Tigers and stuff. Oh, can you tell any of those? Um, she would say they were treated like their kids, that she would go over and somebody would be all, oh, they're ruining my clothes. And they would be like, oh, shut up. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Thank you for calling. Let's talk to uh, Virginia. Virginia, who is your two degrees of separation? It is Miss Reynolds, the science lady. She's um, She goes around to a bunch of the different elementary schools, and she teaches science lessons, and she is Dan Reynolds' mom. Oh, whoa! That's cool, because, like, she kind of is a celebrity in her own right, but then you get the double whammy with Dan Reynolds, too. Yeah, she's amazing. The kids love her. I think Mr. and Mrs. Reynolds, I mean, they should have a day for them, because, I mean, their children are all, all stars, rock stars. I mean, Dan Reynolds... One brother's two of them like attorneys. One's like a, a big sister, dentist. I mean, all their kids are wildly successful. Kudos to you, Mr. and Mrs. Reynolds. My uh, daughter is friends with one of the Reynolds like grandchildren. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she, it's it's not like Dan is her uncle. Okay, so, so is she the, da- the, the daughter? Daughter of one of the, the other dentists, ones. The I, don't know, I don't know. I have no idea which one. She just told me this the other day. I was so like, oh, highly successful. No kidding. Look at that. Uh, let's talk to Noah. Noah, who is your two degrees of separation? Uh, my boyfriend is actually a backup singer for Adele. Whoa. Whoa. Okay, I think your boyfriend's already the celebrity, but that's cool. Is <laughs> tell us tell us the details on on Adele. Is she just like the coolest person ever? He's actually going to be part of the movie that she is supposed to release, I think. I'm not too sure. Mm, 
Whoa, there's movie? some detail. What movie? Oh, about, I didn't know about this. About a residency? What movie? Um, I'm not too sure. I don't know all. He's like, uh oh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you see what Steph put up here? Uh, no. What happened, Steph? Steph, what? Uh, yes, I, it's true. I worked with Nicholas Cage's brother. He, Nicholas Cage's real name is Nicholas Coppola, and his brother's name is Mark Coppola. And Mark Coppola does radio, and he did. He was worked at our San Diego station, one hundred one five KGB, and he was on the air there. So I worked with him directly in things that he needed. Nicholas Cage has a brother? He has two brothers, I think. How we never? I never heard of Nicholas Cage's brothers up until right now. Yep, Mark Coppola. He you can look him up. A DJ for I mean, he's been a DJ for a long time. Because his uncle is Francis Ford Coppola. I think so. That's the yeah, connection, right? Yeah. 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 That's that's my story. Um I um I okay, so then I have a relation because I've had the Coppola wine before and the wine is made by the Coppola family, who is Nick. So I, by drinking wine, I have a direct connection to Nicolas Cage. Thank you. Thank you very much. And Steph, then you also have a connection to Francis Ford Coppola. Yep. Wow. Steph is full of surprises. I mean, she just works that these out. came out of nowhere. Like, <laughs> We've never heard. I love this one that just came in. It says, I love this game. I met Mercedes, who has met Donnie Osmond, who has met Cher. Therefore, by Mercedes in the morning math, I too have met yes. Cher. <laughs> it's Taylor Swift, Cruel Summer, still the number one song in the country. And we've got those tickets for you to go see Doja Cat coming up here in just about 10 minutes. It is Tuesday, and that means it is time for Try It Tuesday, where we try something before you spend your money on it, waste your time on it. Risk injury on it. Oh, all yeah. Sorts of We've been things. injured. Yes. So we do the dirty work and we tell you if it is worth your time or money right here every Tuesday. And we are live streaming right now on our Facebook page and on our YouTube channel. Make sure you friend us, subscribe, like Mercedes in the morning. Um, and we are ready to go here. So, um, it was funny because my camera, someone hit my camera and it was tilted sideways. I'm like, why do I look like I'm leaning against a wall on the live stream? And I just realized I, I had to fix it up a little bit here. Let me see. Okay. Is that better? Do I look straight? It looks awesome. Okay. Yeah. Good. All right. <laughs> let's go. So we are doing Try It Tuesday. And since it is Halloween, we wanted to do something kind of in the theme of Halloween, something a little festive, something a little fall. And today we are trying Brock's. Fall Festival Candy Corn. Yay! Yeah. You two love candy corn. I do. I'm so excited love about it. this. I hate candy corn. It's so divisive, candy corn, because there's yeah. so many people like you, Mercedes, that just can't stand the stuff. And then there's Steph and I who just love live for the candy corn. So this isn't your typical candy corn, though. I mean, that would just be like the regular orange and yellow and white candy corn, which to me just tastes like eating really stale frosting. Like someone frosted a cake and they left the cake out and then you took some of the frosting off. That's what candy corn tastes like to me. I do right? have a bag of it here, too, if you want it for later on. Just regular I'm candy good. corn as well. I, I'm Steph good. and I will enjoy Yeah, we'll it take it. I, the only reason I'm giving this one a chance is because it's fall festival, so they have different flavors in here. It's not your typical candy corn. It's got different flavors. We're talking kettle corn, caramel apple cotton candy, lemonade shake-up, strawberry funnel cake, and lemon-lime snow cone. Whoa! These are supposed to be fall festival flavors. 
Okay. Delish. All right. So we each have a, a cup. So just like randomly grab one, guys. Okay. okay? I, just, I just grabbed this pink and yellow one, um, which I think is... That lemonade? The lem- Is it the lemonade? Yeah, it's a lemonade shake-up. What do you guys have? I got pink and it's like a brownish color. Pink and brown? I think that's caramel. Oh, no, wait. Pink and Oh, you got strawberry funnel cake. Oh, nice. Okay, Steph, what do you have? I have pink at the bottom and blue at the top. That's cotton candy. Ooh. Okay, so let's all give it a shot okay. on our respective flavors here. Um, Same consistency. Oh. Um, I love the consistency. I love the texture of cotton candy. Uh, oh. What is candy corn? The cotton candy flavor tastes just like cotton candy ice cream. What's mm. mine? Funnel cake? Strawberry funnel cake. I'm getting I'm getting a hint of the strawberry, but I'm still tasting like regular candy corn, too. Mercedes, you don't have a very good look on your face. Mm. What's going on over there? I don't like it. No. I don't like it. It just, the consistency of it is just not appealing to me. And this tasted, it was supposed to be lemonade shake-up. It tasted exactly like candy corn to me. I didn't taste any lemon there was no shake up. There's nothing happening here. Okay, maybe your taste buds needed to wake up, and now they're awake. Let's try True. another one. I got, I got a green and like a whitish yellow. Okay, that's top. the lemon lime snow cone. Mm-hmm. I actually want to try that one too. Steph, you have the lemon lime snow cone. Let's all try it. Okay, green at the bottom. Yeah, yellow what? at the top. Yellowish or green, white. Yellowish white. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This, this one. Yes. Okay. All right. Let's see. Oh, I taste lime. Yeah, I taste the lime. I'm not a fan of the lime. No. Mm-mm, the cotton candy is way better than this one. Oh, it's- that's not bad. With just one of them, if you had a handful of them, though, that would be a little excessive. But it's still, the consistency so good. Too limey for me. Love the texture still. Yes. Uh, Nothing. I'd rather do the trouble bubble challenge. Get out of here! Don't lie to us. <laughs> hey, do you have two of one? Like, so maybe we need to like double it up. So I have it's the brown and red one. What's that? I've got two of them in my hand. Oh, these. Like a double punch of flavor. Oh man. Come, Come on, on, Mercedes. You could do it. One more time for us. And who's on Team Mercedes? You just don't like candy corn at all. And who's on Team Mercedes, uh, Team Steph and JC, where you just love the stuff? I think most people are on your team. I think I'm the only one that doesn't like it. So what'd you say? The the red and the brown yeah, one? Yeah, you got two of them? Yeah, these are the caramel apples. Oh, it's going to be good. Ooh, okay. <sighs> Ready? Mm-hmm. Mm, the caramel you could taste. Ew. Yeah, you can. It tastes like cardboard. No, it doesn't. Mm-mm. You're being so harsh. Can we try some regular ones? Hey, I'm sorry I don't like what you like. I'm not going to fake it because I don't, because I like. No, we love your honesty. We like no that. Asking, no one said fake it. I I'm just, just saying. You're tastes, being harsh. I'm just telling the truth. It tastes like cardboard. I don't like these. These are just not good. Even worse than the regular ones? Actually, yes. They're worse because it's like they're trying to be candy corn. And they, they add too much flavoring in there. So it's not just, at least candy corn has a simplicity about it. And this one, it's just like too much happening right now. I, yeah, I'm done. Well, you get a thumb for me. I don't like these. JC, do you like these better than the regular? Well, not better than the regular, but I do give them a thumbs up. Okay, thumbs up for me too. Mercedes, okay. I got the regular ones for you. I, you know, I'm good. <laughs> the only thing scarier than candy corn is this next song. <laughs> I was looking in the lab late one night with my eyes. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. All right, let's get our contestant on the line for Doja Cat tickets. Hi, Chanel, your caller 20. Woo! Woo! 
Let's do this. You ready to play Heads Up? I'm ready. Okay, pick a category. Do you want to go with Keep It Cool, Popeye the Sailor Man, Dark Chocolate, or Sandwich? Um, let's do dark chocolate. Dark chocolate it is. National Chocolate Day was on Saturday. So these are all different kinds of chocolate bars or chocolate candies, okay? Okay. Okay. Who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? I'll pick you, Mercedes. Okay. All right, here we go. 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct. You win. Ladies, you start now. This is mounds, but with a nut inside of it. Uh, Almond Joy? Yes. This is, um, this, this is, um, it's like chocolate with Rice Krispies in it. This kind of bar. Crunch bar? Yes. This is, they come in peanut, plain, um. M&M. Yes. This is, don't lay one, um, it's, it's like. Butterfinger. Yes. Oh my gosh. This comes in two in a package and they have caramel and like, no, 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 caramel and like. Uh, yes, yes. Wait. These are really chewy. They'll like pull out your tooth. They are like caramel with chocolate on top of them. Little, little. Milky Way? Milk what? Oh, milk milk. milk. Yes. yes. Woo! You got it, Janelle. Congratulations. Yay. You guys know your candy bars. That was really impressive. How did you get Butterfinger when I said, don't lay? And, and she knew. You you know what I was going to say, didn't you? I did. That was my favorite candy as a kid. Don't oh, lay a finger so on my Butterfinger. That's such an old commercial, and she got it. I'm so proud of you, Bart, Chanel. Bart Simpson, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Chanel, you're all set. Tickets to go see Doja Cat, the Scarlet Tour, T-Mobile Arena this Friday. And you're going to go see Doja Cat as well. We've got your tickets again tomorrow morning. Morning with the six o'clock hour and eight o'clock hour edition of Heads Up. I got into a spirited conversation with someone yesterday, no pun intended, about Ouija boards. Very spirited. In other words, we started arguing. <laughs> have you have you ever played with any, a Ouija board before? Yes, I have many times. Okay, so I am very anti Ouija board. Um, I wasn't allowed to play with them as kids. They scared me. I've seen weird things happen. I was at a slumber party once where they played with it and I just watched and weird things happen and it freaked me out. So I was telling someone about this. Like, I don't know how the topic of Ouija boards came up, but she's like, it's literally made by Hasbro. And it's like just a piece of of plastic that you move with your fingers. It's not real. And I'm like, no, it's real. There's something with it. And she's like, no, it's not. It's all in your head. So like we're going back and forth and I was telling her about my experiences and how my parents wouldn't let me play with them. And, and she's like, you're just making it something that it's not. And maybe she's right. Maybe she's right. But I am convinced there is something to them and you're supposed to never get rid of a Ouija board. And my, our neighbor, Brenda, who had one and she made us play it at her, her slumber party once I wouldn't do it. I was just sitting there watching them do it. So they got all freaked out and they threw it away. Okay. So 
Fast forward a week later, the Ouija board is in her closet. She threw it in the trash can. It's in her closet. How to get in her closet? The parents took it out? No, I don't know. Someone had to take it out. I don't know, but it ended up back. It came back because you can't throw out a Ouija board once you own it. It finds its way back to you. It's weird stuff. Has anyone ever played with one and had something really weird happen? I am not getting involved in that stuff. That stuff is off limits to me, and I, I, I stay far, far away from it. I do believe that you can't throw it out and i think my parents believe that as well because the ouija board we played with as a kid is still in my parents house you go upstairs there's the linen closet upstairs slide open the left door and the ouija board is down bottom right there knowing all the other the candy lane and, and well they're the mousetrap all the other games we played as kids they got rid of them but the ouija board is still in the house because the one thing you cannot do is toss that thing out <laughs> And, and they were fine with you playing with it? Yeah, they bought I'm it for really us. I'm really surprised because, like, your parents are kind of religious, right? Well, if they were Catholic. Oh, like, I just, I don't know. I thought that was like, because my dad wasn't even religious and he wouldn't even. Oh, yeah, we, we had a Ouija board. Yeah, like, I think my parents bought it for us. We played wow. with the thing all the time. Um, but it's still, I can't tell you the last time I played with it in our house. It's still there. Um, and then I recently did it, like, I did, I did a scare prank for Channel 8 inside Howard Hughes's house with a, a seance with a Ouija board, brought some people in, and they were under the, um, the, the guidance thinking that we're going to try to summons the spirit of Howard Hughes, but it was just one big prank where the Ouija board could move on its own and everything. But technically, I was messing around with a Ouija board, gosh, two years ago. Mm-hmm. Staying away from that stuff. Have you ever had a weird experience with a Ouija board? Or are you... Are you like me where you just, that's something you refuse to mess with? 702-364-9400. Hi, Jasmine. Good morning. Hi. What happened with you and a Ouija board? My cousin was playing with her Ouija board, and she threw it away because it freaked her out. It came back, Mm -hmm. and she woke up with cuts on her arm. Oh, whoa. Twice. Twice. She didn't learn a lesson the first time? She didn't, she didn't believe it. Nobody believed her. No, thank you. No, thank you. But the one, okay, the, your, your friend Brenda that threw the thing out, maybe her parents took it out of the trash because they didn't want to test test the spirits. Like, how to get back? Either walk back or just move back on its own? It's you, you mess with spirits, spirits do things. And that's what happens. You don't believe in spirits? Oh, I do believe in spirits. I, I just don't believe that. You don't that. think that they bring them back? I don't think believe that your friend Brenda threw out the Ouija board and it magically appeared. I think she, her parents are probably looking at the trash. Like, why are you throwing out this fun game? And they took it out this and put it back in This fun game that conjures evil spirits. <laughs> What's wrong with the fun? Come on. Let's let's conjure some more spirits. Conjure the good spirits. Oh, good spirits. I don't think you Come have here. a choice when you conjure you have to just deal with what spirits you get you Whatever know it's out. not like subway where you're like i have a little bit of good spirit a little bit of fun spirit a little bit of crazy spirit please no no bad spirits leave those on the side and toast it what if you, what if you do get the good spirit that comes down hello well then you're you're in luck but you can't just order them if you get the good one you get a good one you're lucky you get the bad one that comes down so anyone have a ouija board let us know wait 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 wayne you have to quickly tell your story yeah, me and my sister, when we were kids, we were playing with the Ouija board with some friends, and we got all scared, so we threw it in the fireplace, and it screamed. It screamed! Maybe it was the board itself making some noise. Certain woods do whistle when you burn them. Uh, that, that freaked us out even more. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was the wood, but do, does wood say, help me, I'm burning! Hot, hot, hot. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. Uh, so, 
I guess deodorant sales are up because people are finally back in the office. <laughs> oh, so we wore, de- wore deodorant at home? <laughs> I guess not. I still wear deodorant when at home. That's really funny. The parent company of Degree and Axe Body Spray announced deodorant sales are finally rebounding after a huge drop during the pandemic. As soon as start- people started working from home, they stopped caring if they smelled like an old shoe. But with people returning to the office, that's no longer the case. They say sales of personal care products were up 8% last quarter and half of that is from deodorant sales. That's great to hear. <laughs> Thank We're, you guys for caring about your, your stench. I'm trying to think. So when we were doing the at-home show, I'd still get up and I would shower in the morning. And I would put deodorant on. Yeah, I would still put deodorant on. Absolutely. I would do my whole routine. But then I'd just walk into a bedroom and do the show instead of driving to the studio. I put deodorant on as soon as I get out of the shower. Like when I shower at night mm-hmm. and uh, before I put on my pajamas, I put on deodorant. Because oh, be- you're going to get hot and sweaty at night, right? Oh, I never. So when I shower at night, because I still sh- I shower in the morning and at night. When I shower at night, I don't put it on. Well, Afterwards. if I was going to shower in the morning, I might. No, it's just my habit. But I can see why you wouldn't. So shower you know in the morning, yeah. Showering, but yeah, I always do that as soon as I get out of the shower. Uh, on you dry that. your body first, though, right? Or is well, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dry I, off I, I dry that's off. step one, though. Yeah, it's a. Uh, do you use a loofah? I do not. I just use a bar of soap, and that's it on my body. I just use. There's no scrubbing or anything. You just, like slide the bar of soap yeah. between your butt cheeks and stuff. <laughs> Up and down my stomach, <laughs> underarms. Oh wow! Do and, the J come up and uh, yeah, it's just the bar of soap. And do you use that like on your face? No, I have face soap. I have face soap. Okay. The soap itself is it's constantly cleaning itself. Yeah, it's not but, like I'm a filthy, dirty animal walking in there. Well, let's be honest. I mean, something that goes in your butt crack. Do you really want it on your chest and neck area? Uh so I'll do. I'll do down there first, and then I work up the stomach. Oh, and then so I you're do... wiping all the butt stuff all over your body. You're wiping butt on yourself. I got butt all over myself. Isn't this soap constantly cleaning itself? Though? I, I would go back to using the deodorant after I get out of the shower. You, you loofah? I loofah, but I change the loofah like often. Smart. And my, my husband says I change it too often. He's like, well, "What do you think we do? We made out of money and buy loofahs all the time." I was like, "Well, they they collect bacteria, you know, because I do the same thing as you. You know, it goes." everywhere i start with the upper body and i work my way down is how i do it and uh you know like every couple of weeks i change out the loofah he's like you know you could keep your loofahs a lot longer you don't have to constantly throw them out i'm like no 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 they're like that's probably grosser than the bar of soap yeah bacteria and stuff what about your sponge in the kitchen sink how long do you keep that we don't have a sponge we don't use sponges we have brushes oh we use the brushes and then i sanitize the brushes in the dishwasher when i do a load of dishes smart yeah it's gonna say if you have have a sponge an easy way to sanitize your sponge is wet it squeeze all the water out so it's still damp and put it in the microwave for one minute kills all the bacteria yeah the sponges I, i i get i don't like sponges i just picture them holding on to things, kind of like loofahs, mm-hmm. even if you disinfect. So, yeah, now you know the cleaning habits. <laughs> um, also this morning, so Elon Musk, he says he wants to turn X, a- a.k.a. Twitter, into the everything app. He apparently wasn't kidding. Uh, during a company-wide meeting last week, he said that X will become a full-fledged dating site next year. There were reportedly no details given on how that's going to work, but it's going to be interesting to see if dating pri- profiles end up on the site 
while you're just scrolling. Will it be oh, will it be tied into just regular Twitter when you're scrolling through? All of a sudden, hey, here's Samantha and she's looking for a da da da. Or do you have to, subs- you think you have to subscribe to the dating service? I don't know. It would be weird if you just all of a sudden came upon someone's dating profile. I wonder if someone looks at the divorce rate if it goes up because someone who maybe was like, no, I would never cheat. And then they see someone like, whoa, well, maybe just this once. Oh, it would tempt them. Yes, Mm. it's possible. It's going to break up some marriages. Uh, Finally, this morning, you, oh, man, you're never, ever going to eat another piece of food after a fly lands on it, after I tell you this. Has that ever happened to you where you're eating something, maybe a fly lands on it, shoo it away. Wipe it away, keep on eating, yes. Oh, man, it turns out, that within the first few seconds of a fly landing on your food, it starts vomiting digestive fluid on it. Is there a video of this where you can see it, like some micro video? I, I'm I sure. Don't, I don't want to hear about this. Oh, my gosh. But go on. <laughs> so the fly is trying to get that food soggy enough so it can slurp it up since it doesn't have teeth. And and flies aren't exactly sanitary bugs. You know how you see them buzzing around other bad smelling things. They're slurping that up, too. So when a fly throws up on your food, even though it's just a tiny amount, they could be spreading dangerous bacteria on it like salmonella, E. coli. Now, not every fly is going to contaminate your food, but they could. And babies, elderly people with uh, weaker immune systems, they're all susceptible. So, So what can you do when you eat outside? They say, you know, obviously keep the area trash free because that attracts flies, but use like citronella candles or other repellents to keep them away and just... If they land on your food, just count it out. Just say, I, I, I'm i not going to eat it. What if it's a sandwich? Can you just peel the, pe- take that piece of bread that they landed on and pick that piece off? I mean, that's fine. If, if you had a sandwich and I just threw up on just a little part of it, <laughs> would you still eat it? I'm sorry, JC. I threw up on your sandwich, but it's just the end. Go ahead and eat the rest of it. Cool. Thanks, Mercedes. <laughs> Have you guys been seeing uh, all this talk about TikTok star Keith Lee and how he has completely uh, just, (laughs) I I don't know, shined a spotlight on the Atlanta restaurant scene, I guess is the best way to put it. Have you heard about this? I'm familiar with Keith Lee, but I'm not sure what's going on with him and the the restaurant scene in Atlanta. What's happening? So Keith Lee, if you don't know who he is, he is huge on TikTok. He's got like 14 million followers and he's from Las Vegas and he used to go around here, Mm -hmm. you know, checking out little mom paw shops, rating the food. He would bring to life some of these restaurants that were getting no customers. He goes there and eats, talks about the food, how much he enjoys it. And then all of a sudden, these people have lines around the block. I mean, he's really changing lives here. It's pretty incredible the impact he has. So he's been doing this family food tour, and he's going to different cities now and just kind of checking out the restaurants in there, trying different restaurants based on recommendations. And he hit Atlanta this week and it has unleashed uh, just this storm of conversation because you he really has had an issue with the city of Atlanta. He said, first of all, there's just weird rules when it comes to ordering food in Atlanta. He says the people are nice. The rules are very unique. Um, a lot of them will offer DoorDash, but then when you go to order, it says they're closed, even though it's during business hours. I'll call a place to order. They say they don't take uh, they don't take on 
the phone orders. They show up. They say there's an hour and a half wait to sit, but he sees tables. So it's just been crazy. And it all came to a head with two specific restaurants. One of them, he sends his wife and, and his and his uh, mother-in-law into first because he doesn't want them to see him and treat him differently. So they go in mm-hmm. and they're like, um, you know, we, we'd like to have a table. And they're like, it's an hour and a half wait. And they're like, whoa, okay. Can we just order something to go? And they're like, no, we don't do that. Okay, so they go back out to the car. They tell Keith Lee. And Keith Lee's like, wow, that's crazy. He's like, okay, I'm going to go in and I'm going to see if that rule changes for me. He goes in. They're like, we can see you in five minutes. And he's like, wait, what just happened? Because my wife was here and you said an hour and a half. And he's like, this is what I hate when you treat like, quote unquote, celebrities different than other people. He goes, I'm not a celebrity. I'm a completely different, just normal person. But what he does, though, if he dines at your restaurant and says great things, it's going to be a boom for your restaurant. But it's not fair that someone goes in. Let's say let's say it is a 90 minute wait. Maybe the restaurant's super busy. Maybe you need reservations. I get that. But the fact that all of a sudden, because of his status... They're going to let the guy slide in because, yes, he's maybe not your mainstream celebrity, but as far as foodies in the restaurant world, that's a big deal if he comes into your restaurant. Yeah, it's a huge deal. Here's some audio from one of the places he went. Me and my family are in Atlanta, and currently we are at the Real Milk and Honey. I got it. Let's try it and rate it 1 through 10. As you can see, I don't have any bags in my hands. We are at the Real Milk and Honey on Main Street and College Park. Before we came, we attempted to call our order in. We were greeted with an automatic message that said they do not take call-in orders. The automatic message said the only way you can do pickup is through DoorDash. We went through DoorDash, they was closed. But online, it said they closed at 5 o'clock. We went on DoorDash at 4 o'clock. But we were already here, so we just went inside. I stayed in the car and my family went in and they told them they were closed early for deep cleaning. Yet the door is wide open and it's people still going in and grabbing orders. Now we have no idea if those people ordered beforehand or what the case is. Also, yeah, and then and then he goes in, and all of a sudden they can make him an order. It's just he is completely throwing the Atlanta food scene on, on his head. <laughs> it just sounds like a disorganized restaurant. It really does. You yeah. can't order. You can do DoorDash, but DoorDash says you're closed, but you're open. It sounds like a completely disorganized restaurant. Well, have you ever noticed that here in town, where like you go to a restaurant and like you put your name in and uh-huh. you wait, and then someone just kind of waltzes in and they're like right this way, <laughs> and you're always kind of like, wait a second. What's going on? Are they, oh, they're just more famous or they're better than I am. Or I, I hate when I go to a restaurant and we order, someone gets there after us, they order, their food comes out first. That to me upsets me so badly. <laughs> I can't explain it. You're like, what just happened here? <laughs> but I, and I get the DoorDash stuff too, because I, I, I do Uber Eats and stuff. And sometimes, you know, they just get turned around and twisted. But if he's coming to your restaurant, I can see why they want to super serve the guy. Yeah. If you're on TikTok, go through his and just watch what happens. It's crazy. He's really exposing some of these, uh, these restaurants. On the other hand, he's gone to a couple and they were amazing. Yeah. And now they can't stop customers from flooding their restaurant, which is really awesome. To yeah, see. super huge to see. <laughs> Tonight, it's our ghost walk. It's happening at the district at Green Valley Ranch. It all starts at 5 o'clock. Lots of candy, lots of costumes. We're looking forward to seeing everyone out there. It's going to be a blast tonight. Yeah, we're going to have a, a good time, a fun for the kids, fun for the whole family. You know, you don't have to worry about like being overly scared. It's going to be a festive time. Because, yes. You know, there's there's other things to worry about in this world. Do you have any weird fears? I love like this time of year because they always do these polls on what's the what what's the biggest fear that people have and number one in 20 different states is acrophobia do you know what acrophobia is uh, uh bugs spiders and everything no that's a, that's arachnophobia oh. which is number three acrophobia is fear of heights 
Okay. Fear of heights. Mm-hmm. A lot of I I suffer from that. I have a fear of heights. I whenever I sit on the second level at like a Golden Knights game or at a, a Raiders game or something, I get like whoa, like I get seriously like what's it called vertigo yeah I, I just and i get scared i sitting and like once i sit i'm okay but standing and seeing how, uh, how high i am oh my gosh i definitely have that fear i remember we had to film a commercial on top of the uh the strat on top of the stratosphere this mm-hmm. was years ago and going up there i didn't know you had that fear of heights um and we, i remember getting up there and that was that was a thing because you had to you had to walk out towards the edge of it and film the commercial with the city in the background and everything and that was you i remember you had to sit down you i felt like you had sweats going on as well i went to the bathroom and threw up did I, you like, i really threw yeah, up that was I, big. I, I, I vomited it was not good no one checked with you ahead of time on that one like hey no. Mercedes, we're gonna take you to the top of the strat and film this commercial well, and i actually in in everyone's defense i thought i would be fine too once i found out because i thought okay i'll be on a flat surface i don't have to go stand on the edge i'll be okay mm-hmm. but then they're like Go stand by the edge. Yes. I'm like, wait, no, hold on. <laughs> so that's that's Americans' number one fear. Um, arachnophobia is number three, but coming in at number two, and I think, I think a lot more people are developing this, especially after the lockdowns of 2020, is social phobia, the fear of social situations, just going out and being social. Do you do you ever experience that? Uh, I'm pretty good. I have some odd fears that kind of tie into that in a roundabout way. But as far as if you say, hey, uh, like like tonight, we'll be at Ghost Walk. We'll be there at 5 o'clock. Do you have anxiety going into Do you have this fear? Do you have an anxiety of going into a situation like that? In a way, yes, mm-hmm. I do. Um, once I'm, you know, in with things, I'm okay. I do have a fear of overly uh, um, social situations because I, I'm afraid I won't have the energy to contribute the way I should because I do run out of gas. I, I Have you ever, like, been in a social situation? You're like, I got nothing left to give. Steph, I know you can relate to that. Like, you're the same way, aren't you? I, I am. I think, don't you remember at Four Corners? You caught me in the back of a tent. The tent. You're like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah. I just need to breathe. <laughs> I just need a break. You just run out of like social energy. And I also worry that exactly like I'm not on the same energy as everyone. Where I feel like, oh, I need to be here, but like I don't have the mental capacity to get there. Do you feel the same way? Oh, 100 yeah. percent. I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay, I have some of that because I can get to it. Like this wedding on Saturday night, went to it, had had a blast. No, no issues, worries about going into it. Besides, this was my shirt. But once like we got there, just I was having a blast. But by the we're three, four hours into the night, it's like nine o'clock. I ran out of gas and I turned to Laura and she's like, "What's wrong?" And I was still trying to put on a smile around everybody. And I looked at her. I'm like, "I'm burnt out. I'm just done." I, I'm I'm just done. Do you, for you, is it a slow, is it like a balloon deflating where it's just a slow tss, or is it like, boom, hit a wall? Because I hit a wall. I'm like happy. I'm like, <laughs> let's go. Oh, just so, no it minutes doesn't slow. Gradual. Really? It stops. And then like Matt knows the signs. Uh-huh. And when he sees it, he's like, okay, we got to go. Because <laughs> um, I, I don't do it gradual. I am just like, I hit a wall and there's no turning back. I'm completely out of gas. And he knows, alert, alert, code red, get her out of here. You're, it's time. You pop. You're the balloon pops. I'm a slow deflate. Yeah, I'm a I'm like, oh, <laughs> she's done. Get her out of here. <laughs> so beware tonight. <laughs> uh, go swap. <laughs> Are you guys ready? All right, let's check in on the hot topics.
Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending? What's trending on Mix 94.1. Matthew Perry is trending again this morning. His co-stars from Friends are now speaking out after the actor's shocking death. Jennifer Aniston, Courtney Cox, Lisa Kudrow, Matt LeBlanc, and David Schwimmer, they released a statement saying, we were more than just castmates. We are a family. There is so much to say, but right now we're going to take a moment to grieve and process this unfathomable loss. For now, our thoughts and our love are with Maddie's family, his friends, and everyone who loved him around the world. The Daily Mail is also reporting that Lisa Kudrow has expressed interest in adopting his dog, Alfred, which I think is really sweet. Yeah, The Los Angeles County Medical Examiner's Office confirmed that an autopsy has been completed. The results are pending a toxicology report. Um, So this morning, TMZ reported that some new details. They say that law enforcement sources say that the um, actor's body was not in the water for very long before he was found dead. The insiders say his body was not waterlogged. The tabloid uh, points out that if Perry had not been alone, he could have been saved. So yeah that's what they're reporting it's just it's just so sad the whole the whole thing oh shocking super sad news and then you hear you know stuff that he was working on behind the scenes he was working on setting up a foundation to help people with with addictions and try to help other people because he turned his life around and um, kind of put those demons to rest i'm sure it's they never truly go away but he was he was fighting the fight and and helping other people along the way pickleball he played all the time and he was getting people that had addiction problems into pickleball because that was a an outlet instead of facing your addiction deal with play, play some pickleball instead and it was uh trying to help so many people yeah it's uh just terrible news and i'm sure we're going to hear more and more about it as uh these test results come back and just get all the information also trending this morning on a happier note is adele so the singer got a huge surprise during her las vegas residency over the weekend when she spotted the doctor who delivered her son in the audience while she was singing when we were young it was really sweet the singer was dressed up as morticia adams and she saw a man named Colin. She stops in the middle of the song to give him a big hug and then announced that this is the doctor that gave birth to my baby. Meanwhile, she stopped also that night to pay tribute to Matthew Perry, who passed away on Saturday. She recalled to the audience that one of her friends would do a great Chandler impersonation. And so whenever Adele was down, she, he or she would always go to that impression and and um, make her happy again. So it was a it was a very sweet little story that she told, and you can find it online. It's uh it's definitely worth a watch. And then finally, this morning Tinder is trending. They just announced a few new features, and one of them is a matchmaking option, which allows you to find out if your friends and family have any thoughts or opinions on your potential matches. The idea is that if they can help you find a match that passes the friend test, then they'll get your parents' approval. Friends and family will also be able to recommend matches to you. The people who you invite to weigh in do not have to have Tinder accounts themselves. And do not worry, they aren't able to do anything on your behalf. Thank the Lord. (laughs) Yeah, including liking profiles or messaging any potential dates. And that is what's trending. 694.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Tuesday Halloween. We will see you tonight at the district for Mix 94.1's annual Halloween Ghost Walk. Come dressed up and ready for an evening filled with trick-or-treating, costume contests, music. And you want to get there early so you can sign up 
for the Halloween costume contest. There's a limited number of spots, so come early, get your spot for prizes. You can stop by the photo booth to grab some pictures. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. So special thanks to Albertsons and Vons and Help of Southern Nevada for all the candy that we are going to be passing out. Come out for a safe trick-or-treating event again tonight at the District at Green Valley Ranch, um, 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. We would love to see you. We have our costumes planned out. I'm going to give a little teaser as to what our costume is, okay? A little teaser audio. Can people figure out what we're going to be dressed as tonight? If you smell what the rock is cooking. Um, okay. I mean, that's kind of specific to one person's true outfit true the three of us are dressing in a theme tonight yes so there mm. you go there you go there's your little hint a little um, hint we'll see you there tonight right now it's time for the line of the day and this morning we talked about the ouija board and the urban legend that bad things will happen if you try to throw it away and don't even ever try to burn one yeah me and my sister when we were kids we were playing with the ouija board with some friends and we got all scared so we threw it in the fireplace and it screamed it screamed! Maybe it was the board itself making some noise. Certain woods do whistle when you burn them. Uh, that's freaked us out even more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe it was the wood. But does wood say, help me, I'm burning! <laughs> yeah, I, I stay far away from those Ouija boards. No way, no thank you. <laughs> the board was screaming. <laughs> help me! Get it out, get it out! <laughs> it, it burns! Thank you. It burns! <laughs> Putting me out now, put me back in the closet, and that's it. That'll do it for show number 1948 of Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss any part of Mercedes in the Morning? Catch up now by downloading today's show on the Odyssey app. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning on Mix 94.1. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.